When mama and papa bears go away, cubs visit their grandparents for their first long stay. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we're taking a look at 1986's The Berenstain Bears and the Week at Grandma's, a very special book about a very special subject, family, more like extended family. And since extended family is something I'm not very good at because I'm terrible at calling uh, not only my parents, but everyone else in my life, like keeping track of people and getting to know people who aren't like actually sitting in the room with me, uh, I'm turning to someone who is much better at the whole subject of extended family. And to that end, I went down to Northfield to visit a friend. Hi there, my name is Joy Riggs. I'm a freelance journalist. I live in Northfield, Minnesota with my husband and three children. Um, I used to be the teen and tween columnist for Minnesota Parent Magazine, and uh, now I've been working on a book for uh, several years, which is about my great-grandfather, and um, it's both memoir and history, and so it addresses a lot of themes about family and knowing your family history. And how did you come to write this book? Well, it all started um, at a birthday party of my youngest son about um, eight years ago, and just something, a throwaway line my dad had said, to a relative about his father and grandfather both being music men. And I knew that both of them had been band directors um, at some point in their lives, but I just never really thought much about it. But at that particular time in my life, I thought, hey, I, w- I want to know more about that. So I started asking my dad some questions, and then um, it just led into a research project and led into, like, I think this is a book. So uh, that's what I've been working on. That's great. And when I was thinking of you know, people to interview for these books. You're the first and really only person I thought of for this one <laughs> oh, because, cool. <laughs> well, it's, it's a book uh, about getting to know your extended family and kind right. of the importance of getting to know extended family. Exactly. And, uh, and that's, you're kind of the person I know who does that the most, like turns that into a, into an ongoing project. Um, well, I um, I was rereading the book again this morning and thought, I, I don't remember reading this to my kids. But now, my kid, my daughter is 20, um, middle, uh, youngest, or middle son just turned 18, and then my youngest is um, 15. And so having the perspective now, looking back and reading this book and thinking um, how well it captures kind of our hope for what we were doing with our kids when they were younger, which was um, when Steve and I chose to live in Northfield, we thought, well, we're halfway between his parents and my parents. Um, we really wanted to make sure that grandparents were part of their lives growing up. And so um, now to read this book and think, this is lovely. This is this is so cool <laughs> that um, I have a greater, great appreciation for it that I think I would have, at the time, I would have read it to my kids when they were going through it. And I was just so, you know, in the midst of parenting young children that I wasn't, I wouldn't have appreciate it as much as I do now. Right. Well, I think that's one of the things about reading books to your kids uh, and gaining that perspective kind of after the fact right. of like what what was good, what would have been good, what 
what did I read a lot of that was kind of junk? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I'd made room for other things. Right. Um, but let's take a look at the Berenstain Bears end of the week at Grandma's. It is okay. called Grandma's, by the way. I, I did notice that, yeah. They spend a lot of time with Grandpa in this book. He doesn't get the credit that he probably deserves yeah. for Well, that's that. okay, because Grandma doesn't get the platform that I feel she deserves <laughs> in this book. Uh, I believe Grandma is given maybe two lines in the whole book. And yeah, Grandpa gets the bulk of the of the of the advice. But uh, let's take a look. What happens in this book? So um, it opens where um, Mama and Papa are sitting down with uh, Sister and Brother Bear, and they're looking at uh, photo albums, which is great. I love to do that. I was just looking at some photo albums earlier earlier this morning with one of my kids um, to show them a few things. And so the kids are looking at them and thinking, who? Who are these people? I don't think I've seen these people before. They look, you know, younger and thinner. <laughs> Mama and Papa versions, younger and thinner. Um, so they're looking at the pictures, and here they're doing all these active things. You see, um, see Papa Bear's legs. He's wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mama Bear is wearing a different outfit that she normally wears. They're um, they're in a canoe. They're um, dancing. It's um, yeah, it's very sweet. These pictures, and so. Um, they're explaining, these are pictures from our honeymoon. And then the kids are like, what's a honeymoon? Totally befuddled by the concept <laughs> of a honeymoon. And uh, yeah, M- Mama and Papa look active and relaxed yeah. and like, uh, in ways you never see them. And I have a memory <laughs> of going yeah, like affectionate towards one another. Yeah. I have a memory of going through my parents' old photographs and finding a picture that I didn't recognize of two very young people at some sort of party, like with like, <laughs> like dangling balls and they're like super like sweaty, like obviously dancing. And it took my mom saying, well, that's, that's me and your dad. And I was like, what? and being blown away by the fact that right. they ever looked young and that they ever had like just wild fun. And hung out with people. Right. Without you and without any, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it, uh, and so I told, I relate to this. I don't necessarily relate to the fact of being eight years old and never having heard of a honeymoon. Right. Yeah. But (laughs) (laughs) for the younger readers, I assume they were spelling that out. Uh, and then they just sort of like throw it on the kids that they're leaving. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little surprised that. They hadn't had a weekend or, you know, a time with their grandparents before now, because it seems like brother and sister are fairly, you know, old enough that this right. might have happened. And then I was wondering, well, where do um, Gran and Grandpa, is that what they call them, where do they live? How Are they far away? It doesn't seem they are. They right. just seem, actually, I... I, I, I want to say in one of the drawings, their houses are almost within shouting distance of each other, <laughs> but uh, uh, I... I grew up with grandparents who lived about a 30-minute drive, 30, 45 minutes away, Uh, far enough away that we didn't see them all the time, but close enough that if we needed to see them, we could just run right over. Um, And I'm going to guess that's how far away. Because they they, they drive there, so it can't be... And they drive there before they head off on their honeymoon. Like, they right. dump the kids. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Because <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they announced that they're going to take a second honeymoon. And uh, the Cubs think they're going. Right. They get all excited. They run off and go to the rooms and come back with um, 
oh, tennis racket and a shovel and a pail and sister's got some little floaty thing around her. And, um, then their faces look very sad when, when they find out, oh, wait, you won't be coming. Papa says, honeymoons, even second honeymoons are just for grownups, not for cubs. Yep. They sure are. They should be. <laughs> should be. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this is where we get the the information that they've never stayed an extended period of time with their grandma and grandpa, right. Gramps and Gran, Grizzly Gramps and Grizzly Gran. Um, or they just call them Gramps and Gran. Uh, Gramps just and Gran. Gramps and, and Gran. I'm not sure if it's Mama's parents or Papa's parents. Yeah. I don't know if you have insight into that. You're more well. Of an expert than I, I was actually going to bring that up because <laughs> there's. Always seems to be a little confusion as to whose parents are who's uh, in this in this book series, but uh, in the family resemblance, it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> yeah, but the Cubs are intimidated by staying with people who are they perceive as old, right? Yeah, and so they load up their bags with toys and games in and case, books because they think they're going to be bored. Right, they're not going to have any. Things there that you know right. I would normally play with. So. Yeah, that's a, I would say that's a, a reasonable fear for a child. Oh like, yeah, especially if you're going someplace that's unusual. Yeah, at least that security of well, I know I'll have the teddy bear and I'll have my yo-yo. And, right. Yeah, and then they get dumped off at the front. <laughs> so I love um, that picture. Let's see what page is that on. So they got their toys. Um, Mama and Papa are driving off, and Mama's looking back and waving, and she just has a smile on her face like, yes! <laughs> She's so excited. <laughs> she gets to go off. and So the the picture of um, Mama Bear, where she's smiling, it reminds me of um, a picture my mom took when uh, the kids were going off to Nana Papa Fun Camp, is what they called it. So <laughs> my friends showed up, and they picking up the kids, and Steve and I were, like, faking this, you know, oh, no, our kids are, were so sad. But, of course, we were we were ecstatic that they were going off for five days, and we just, we would have time to ourselves. And, just good to hang out at home. Right, yeah, yeah. just that was the, our, that was our vacation. <laughs> well, and I think that's an important thing for kids to realize, is that, and I've brought this up in other episodes of the show, but uh, I don't believe the point can be overstated. It's important for kids to understand that their parents have a life outside of the kids. Right. That yeah. your parents need time for themselves because children are, by nature, pretty self-centered. Right. And like, not in a negative way. No, just, that's just what they're... That's what they are. Yeah. And for parents to take this vacation without the kids, it's kind of a, it's kind of a way of saying, you're important to us, but we are important as well. Right. Like, as, as a couple. Yeah. And I think it's a healthy thing for children to, to learn. Definitely. Is that healthy. relationships yeah. and... And couplehood is something that you you have to cultivate. Right. So, uh, speaking of couples, here's Grizzly Gramps or Gramps and Grant. I keep wanting to call them Grizzly Gramps and Grant. Oh, yes. Yes. This is right here. Grizzly Gramps. Before you could say Grizzly Gramps. So, tell us about Grizzly Gramps and Gran. Who is this couple? So, um, I'm not sure... Like I said, who, which parents, um, if these are uh, Papa Bears or, or Mama Bears parents, but they, um, they have kind of a pretty neat house. Um, Gran is a, a good cook, I think. She, she's making cookies um, that the kids are enjoying, although sister's not sure at first if she should 
you know, her allegiance to her mom, like, well, mom's, <laughs> yeah. mom's cookies are, are the best, but oh, yeah, maybe Grams are, <laughs> they, they were okay. Uh, Gramps is pretty active. I mean, the, the cubs were worried that the grandparents were old and, you know, but, uh, Gramps, like, takes one under each arm and carries them up the stairs along with their bags. And so they see, like, yeah, he's, he's pretty strong for someone so old. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they go up to their room and there's two, there's twin beds in the room and it says welcome and, um, you know, it's very neat, uh, which of course, you know, the grandparents' house, the, Kids don't have the toys. They're right. doing all the room, so everything's all kind of set up for them. And um, they explore the house. They go up to the attic. I love this because it made me think of my dad and all the stuff he has in the garage. Yeah, my parents' house. They have a like an old record player. You see, and there's like a weather vane. And the kids are, you know, anytime you're at somebody somebody's house, all the new things are just so intriguing. Like, you know, what, why mm-hmm. is that there? And Stan and Jan Berenstain will come back to this theme of the interesting attic oh, in future books. Okay. Not just the grandparents. I believe it's the Berenstain Bears' good deed. Uh, one of them, they help a, a senior citizen in their neighborhood. They help her clean oh. her attic. Oh, cool. And one of the lessons is old people have interesting <laughs> attics. <laughs> I always wanted an attic. We never had one like that. And there's something just cool about an attic. I don't know. Yeah. We don't have an attic that you can actually put anything in. It's just a insulation, like space. Yeah. And then growing up, we had a big attic, but we didn't put anything in it. So I don't know. And there's so many, I think, kids' books where attics are. Yeah. I, I think so. here we have basements. Right. Yeah. Or garages. Yeah. That too. Uh, what else happened? So, oh, so Papa, well, Gran is then again cooking something. She's always in the kitchen, which actually, you know, my mom is a good cook, and so that kind of rang true for me. I know not all grandmas are, and some grandpas are, but in this case. Um, and then uh, Gramps shows them the ship in a bottle that they're mm-hmm. intrigued by, and um, at first he just kind of smiles when they ask him how he did it, but then later in the book he actually shows them. Yeah, like one it. page later. Oh, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're yeah. there. They sort of set it up. And then they pay it off. And uh, the I think the diagram of the ship in the bottle is one of the most con- like amazing for my uh, for Mitzi, my five year old, is one of those things she always wanted to come back to. Like, oh, how did this work? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? I'm like, yeah, you just build it flat and they pull it up. It's like, what? Like, what? Like, it's it's more astounding that you could do that than the mystery of the ship in the bottle. Right. Like. That was interesting, but to actually but see it in action is like, yeah, yeah. But you learn a lot about them. Like they do a lot. Like they they know a lot. And that's one of the great things about um, having your kids exposed to you know this time with grandparents without you being there is mm. you know if you visit the grandparents with with your kids, you're still kind of the one you know the parents you're in charge and you know yeah. But when you're not there, you remove yourself from the situation and they do things they probably wouldn't do without you there. So, you know, you might be there and like, oh, not this ship in the bottle again. You know, like things yeah. that you take for granted that the kids, they're going to be excited by and they'll, they'll get a chance to pursue that with, with your, with the grandparent one. Right. And, uh, I mean, I remember that when I would go to my grandparents with my parents, the, the conversation tended to just be between the grandparents and the parents. Like, right. There was a lot of sitting, and like, I would just bring something to do. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that's the experience that brother and sister had had up to this point. Right. It's just always like being the third wheel right. while the parents and grandparents were talking. Um, 
Because, yeah, it, it, it happens, I want to say it almost happens really fast in this. I guess it depends on the grandparent and the relationship you have with the grandparent, like, to begin with as a kid. But uh, I also know that it can take a while to warm up. Right. To, uh, yeah. to a grandparent, uh, especially if you're not used to being in that situation. But uh, it probably takes a little energy on both ends to, to meet in the middle. Yeah. And the rules are always different. And I think, you know, kids, you understand that pretty quickly. Like, what happens at grandma and grandpa's house is, you know, different right. than... And even different when mom and dad are there versus when mom and dad aren't there. Like, um, my kids, my mom would um, serve ice cream for breakfast if the kids wanted. <laughs> and so <laughs> one, one time we showed up and they're, you know, kids are eating breakfast, having ice cream, and I'm thinking... <laughs> That's fine. It's, you know, it wouldn't be what I would do. It's right. not what I do. But they're at grandma and grandpa's, like, that's part of the relationship that they get to cultivate. And they get to do these special things. And the kids know, oh, now I'm not going to be able to go home and get ice cream for breakfast. It's this special thing that I had with yeah. my grandma and grandpa. And it's not going to be forever. It's, right. You know. And can we please go back to grandma and grandpa's again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go fishing and uh, they go out. They have a cookout. And Gramps says it's going to rain because he can feel the rain oh, in his, his bones. bones. Yeah, which is a thing <laughs> uh, that you hear about when you're a kid, and you realize as you get older, actually, there's something there's something about the air pressure. We don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is, but it's it's nuts. And then it does rain. It rains like crazy, and Grandpa shows him some yo-yo tricks. Yeah, I love that, that picture of him where he's doing the, is it around the world? Mm -hmm. just, yeah. It's a really dynamic drawing of, <laughs> of Gramps working that well, yo-yo. Afraid he's going to hit himself in the head. No, nope, he's doing he's it. Okay. He's totally in his smother's brother zone. He knows, <laughs> he knows what's up. <laughs> oh, and then they go, they go to a dance, mm -hmm. the, the Friday night square dance. And I love this part. Gramps and Gran didn't just watch. They do -si doed with the best of them. They even won a prize. For friskiest couple. I <laughs> assume awesome. the, the crowd at the square dance knows things the Cubs don't know. They do. <laughs> We've been looking to give you this prize for a long time. Friskiest couple. Maybe they need to go on a second honeymoon. <laughs> Are you kidding? They live alone. Oh, Every day is a second Whatever. honeymoon. <laughs> and they're retired. Gramps yeah. and Gran. Uh, yeah, he puts on his best, like, like boater, straw boater. Yeah, oh yeah. They head out on the town, kicking up their heels. And uh, the week flies by. And they've had a great time. All those fears, I think, have you know subsided. And they um, suddenly, their mom and dad are back. Yeah. And then Gramps lays down some wisdom. About oh, growing yeah. old. That's right. One of the good things about being an older person, you learn something every day so that by the time you're old enough to be a grandparent, you know quite a lot. I like that. I always like the notion of learning something every day. Yeah. Like, and the importance of that as you grow older. Right. Like, it's learning isn't something that stops when you graduate. It isn't something that stops after you're a kid. It's, it's important to being this kind of a, an older adult. Right. That remaining engaged in the world like that. That's um, why they are still such yeah. a vibrant couple, I think, is because they have that. Yeah. Philosophy. And uh, <laughs> we've had a little bit of a history with 
seeing how bear country itself works as a community. And one of the things that I've picked up on in this series is that bear country is uh, an incredibly engaged community. So whether it's the, uh, the local soccer game or a baseball game, whether it's the elementary school play, whether it's uh, in the sitter, you see uh, a local community like uh, meeting a debate without oh, having a vote. Mm-hmm. It's always filled. Like there's the, the seats are filled. The bears are there. They're present. And to me, uh, and being active in the community is another vital part of, of growing older, like mm-hmm. remain, maintaining that engagement with the people around you. Yeah. Um, and it seems to have paid off for <laughs> Gramps and Grant. No, models the kind of, yeah, the kind of lifestyle you would hope that, or I would hope that, you know, to have as an older adult, I mean, that, yeah, you, you, your grandkids come, you're living in your own house, you're, you've got these friends, you've got these activities you do, you're not just sitting around waiting for someone to, you know, come and visit you, you're like, you got your life and you're still learning something every day. Yeah. And they've learned that they have wonderful grand, uh, cubs, uh, and then mama and papa come and pick them up, they've had a great second honeymoon, and, uh... The Cubs want them to go on a third. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and that's kind of how the book ends. Um, Papa says, a third honeymoon? I don't think anyone's ever gone on a third honeymoon. And Sister says, well, there has to be a first time for everything. Which calls harkens back to the beginning of the book. Right. When she's nervous about going to visit and he said there's a first time, time for, for everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was The Berenstain Bears and The Week at Grandma's. Um, I want to talk a little bit about... Uh, one of the themes of the book, which is getting getting to know your extended family, yeah. um, getting to know your grandparents, getting to know more about the way your family outside of your nuclear family works, getting to know those people. Um, can you speak to that a little bit, just from your own experience? Well, I never knew either of my grandfathers. Um, one of them, my mom's dad died when she was um, 15, and then my other grandparents uh, grandfather died when I was a baby, like one year old. So um, I've always felt this loss. Like I wish I would have been able to know um, either, you know, either of them, both of them. And then my grandmothers, um, one died when I was in sixth grade, and then the other one died when I was in college. And so I got to know them a lot better. Um, and so I, you know, have very fond memories of time spent with them, and I always felt this ache, like I wish I could have spent more time with them. Um, my husband had all four of his grandparents up until, um, I think after our daughter was born, she got to, I think, meet all of them. Um, so he had a very different, uh, situation, but both of us felt like it's so important to have that, um, time with grandparents to, to feel like you know something about them. Um, and then, so raising our kids intentionally, we wanted to make sure we, we had them spend time with the grandparents and get to know them as, as people, not just, you know, person in a picture and uh, you know a little story about it but to really to really know them and do things with them and um so we were able we have been able to do that but has the fact that you didn't get to know uh your grandfathers um has that affected in any way the way you approach your writing uh about your family um hmm i don't know (laughs) i imagine it has i haven't thought about it in that way exactly, but um, I, I find family history so interesting, and so you know I've always kind of been curious to know about 
where it came from and, and the traditions and, and things that are part of me that I maybe didn't appreciate. That, that's kind of the, the problem, really. You don't, you don't appreciate these things. You don't want to know more until you're at an age when usually people have, have died or they're not, they're ill or they don't remember things. And so, um, so trying to get these stories out and record stories has become more and more important to me. And what is the benefit of that? I think, um, it really anchors kids and, and feeling like they belong. And, um, if you're, you know, you might be having a fight with your brother or you might be, you know, not getting along with your mom, whatever, but you know that it's bigger than just this, that relationship. It's like you are part of this longer, um, more connected relationship and you have come from something and you have these, um, genes and you, you have these um, people who you wouldn't be who you are you wouldn't be alive if it weren't for all the things that they've done and so part of that lives on in you and so to kind of move forward it's I think it's helpful to know you didn't just you're not just here floating around by yourself I mean yeah. maybe you you are connected to other things and um, and then I think that gives you more of a sense of purpose in life yeah um one of the books, I don't remember which one it is now. Uh, I, maybe I haven't covered it yet. Uh, <laughs> that's why. Uh, Brother Bear goes to Gramps. And I believe in this book we find out that Gramps is Papa Bear's father. Oh, I think okay. that is the way it works. <laughs> uh, unless it's a different set of grandparents. I'm kind of drawing a blank. But he goes to Gramps because he has a problem that he can't talk to his parents oh okay yeah and gramps is able to put the problem into perspective by relating a story to brother about papa bear when he was brother's age and i think that getting to know your grandparents can be useful as well because they know your parents in a different way than you do like right you can sort there's a, a strange middle ground you can find where uh <laughs> they understand things in a way parents don't because they've sort of been on this other end for longer right yeah and they have a little distance they have distance like exactly. they love you and they're yeah. close to you but they're able to step back a little bit more and and evaluate a situation in a way that parents absolutely right. cannot. Right, too caught up in yeah. <laughs> the emotion of it or just the, yeah, the day-to-day uh, parenting that, yeah. I think from people I know who are grandparents, uh, you know, friends who have grandchildren now, I think that's just the gift of being a grandparent is you get to get all that excitement of the love and the, you know, doing things with the kid, but you can step back and, and you can, yeah, enjoy yeah. it for what it is and not... Um, not be upset with, you know, if your kid has a problem and you just, you know, you take it on yourself or you feel like, oh, if I only did this differently, you know, grandpa's like, eh, I, you know, it, it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> if you went through this, I, you know, you'll, you'll get through it too. And I think, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I had mentioned before that like the, the relationship between kids and grandparents, it, it goes both ways. Like, uh, kids have to be, put in situations where they're comfortable getting to know their grandparents. Right. Um, and given the opportunity to grow into that relationship, like you said, taking the parents out of the equation for a while. Right. And grandparents also have to grow into that relationship. Like, you don't automatically know how to relate to a human being that much younger than you. And so it's finding that middle ground that I think uh, can make the relationship difficult at times. Yeah. Um, but I think that 
looking at the book, I think that the Bear family found a relatively comfortable way to do it, which is sort of like put the children into a safe space, the mm-hmm. house, right, um, and allow them the opportunity to explore and have grandma, grabs and grand, like sort of guide them through it and get mm-hmm. to know them that way. Uh, what did you think of the book? Um, I thought it was really sweet. I, like I said, I don't remember reading it to my kids. I, I may have read it at some point. There was a phase where I think we read quite a few of the Bernstein Bears books. And, um, uh, I think it just sets up a, um, a very good model for how parents might want to think about, you know, what, it's more than just, I just need a break. I need my kids, you know, yeah. <laughs> somebody take them for a week. It's like, you are building this relationship by, um, by setting this up. And it's, it's a gift to your, your parents and to your kids to foster this relationship as best you can. Yeah. Well, to reiterate, it is called The Week at Grandma's. Um, my, my only real criticism of the book is that, uh, Gran doesn't get a whole lot of action in this book. They yeah. mention her a lot and you see her in the kitchen, but Gramps is the one who takes the kids fishing. He's right. the one who talks about his trick knee. He's <laughs> the one who has the monologue at the end about learning things as you grow older. And Graham says absolutely yeah. nothing. It seems like it, it needs a couple more pages. Yeah. Or just give her time. The, the trick knee. Or right, yeah. give her or the words of wisdom. She could take him fishing. I mean, yeah, she might like, be an excellent fisher person. But it's still called <laughs> The Week at Grandma's, which, again, they never refer to her as Grandma. She's grand. Right. So the title to me is completely strange and incongruous. Um, it's a adorable cover though, as you have brother and sister sadly waving goodbye to their honeymooning parents. Right. Sister actually waving a white handkerchief <laughs> to bid her parents adieu as they, as they, mama, with that look on her face though. She looks pretty excited. She's excited to leave. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I would say, uh, overall, I enjoyed this book. I didn't have uh, a very close relationship with my grandparents. I was just a very quiet kid, and I didn't was always uncomfortable, didn't know how to approach them. Um, and it's one of those things that I, one of the few regrets I have is that I didn't get to know my grandparents better. And again, mm-hmm. the wisdom of age, like, right. uh, because it was only near the end of their lives that I started to realize that these were fascinating people with really vibrant histories and outlooks and opinions and senses of humor and quirks (laughs) and flaws and finding out that your grandparents are real people. Well, and I think it's important to to notice that it's not, you know, it's not automatic. It's not like you have a grandchild and yes, I'm going to love this kid and I'm going to know how to relate to him or her because we have this you know, this bond. Like you, you have to work at it and the kids have to work at it too. They have to be willing and sometimes they have to be coached or they have to be whatever to, you know, encourage to, okay, this maybe isn't your first choice of what you want to do for this, you know, these couple of days on vacation, you maybe wanted to go to a friend's house, but you know what? This is important. We value this. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's all about values. 
Um, so again, I really enjoyed this book. Uh, I recommend it on anyone's Berenstain Bear shelf. I think it's a, it's a universal, it's a universal theme. It doesn't get specific and it doesn't get weird like some of the books do. It, <laughs> it keeps it, it drives, it, it sticks to its point. It makes its point. Um, Joy, where can our listeners find your work? I do have a blog, uh, mymusicalfamily.blogspot.com. And so you can find, uh, I have a page of links to my writing on there as well. And then writing about my, my family history and, uh, pictures, all kinds of things there. Wonderful. I'll put links to, uh, to that in the show notes. Uh, okay. again, Joy, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Phil. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, I am Phil Gonzalez, and this is Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. If you like what you heard, go to iTunes and rate and review the show. We would love to get a few more ratings and reviews. Otherwise, we're online at berenstainbearcast.wordpress.com or on Twitter at bstainbearcast, or you can write to us, berenstainbearcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening once again. Thank you to Joy Riggs for participating in this week's episode. I will include links to Joy's website in the show notes, and I will see you next time deep in bear country. Bear country.